Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. So there's a new USA Today Suffolk University poll, and in it, it is not good news for President Biden. It's mostly good news for Donald Trump, but it's also uh, says something about independence as well. So uh, Donald Trump leading President Biden among Hispanic and also younger voters. Yeah, we uh, kind of talked about this yesterday. It was actually on, I think, our template for yesterday, and we just ended up not getting to the story. But it really is, uh, if you're a Biden person, I don't know how many Biden people are even left, but I mean, if you're a person, let's, why don't we phrase it this way? There's probably more of these people. If you're somebody who hates Trump, this is alarming to you because Trump, not only doing very well and running up the score in areas he should be doing well, he's doing well in areas that traditionally shouldn't work for any Republican, much less Donald Trump. Or haven't in the past. So Biden's sitting at 39% for Hispanic voters and Trump is at 39%. What was the the number? Biden is at 34%. And in 2020, he was at 65% in that demographic. So he's losing big time numbers. So two things. Number one, what this proves is, and it's actually kind of like super racist that they do this. And it's actually, even if you don't want to say it's racist, it's super demeaning that the premise from both Republicans and Democrats like establishment Republicans and Democrats is the only thing that Hispanics care about is illegal immigration. Mm. And they're all in on illegal immigration. And clearly this poll is showing, I mean, and that is, it's super demeaning to that group of people to say, well, all you care about is somebody based on their country of origin being able to break the law that you're that you know kind of disgusting of a person that that's what you vote on it's never been true it's not true now and this polling bears it out because what hispanics care about just like what almost any other voting bloc cares about in many ways we're much much the same it's uh ability to feel safe it's the ability to provide a quality life for your family it's uh, the ability for your children to have a better life than, than you've had, an environment that will create that. It is being able to afford food. It's being able to have a, you know, a decent home. Uh, most people, there are some people that are out there that are you know, freeloaders and grifters and things of that nature, but many people are fine with working for a decent quality of life. They're fine with doing their part, but they don't want the government to create policies that are a hindrance to that. And Republicans and Democrats alike keep creating policies that are hindrances, whether it's black or brown or white of all races, all ethnicities, a hindrance of those people being able to elevate them and future generations up the ladder. You mentioned freeloaders and grifters, and those people are already in the government, but the (laughs) uh, qualities or the qualifications that Hispanics want, that list that you named, that's the same thing that I want. That's the same thing that I think every American wants. And the poll also showed that Biden is not only losing Hispanics, he's also losing in the black vote. He's gone from 87% support in that demographic, now down to 63%. But here's the big shocker coming out of this one is that he is using younger voters. And it's not because they are turning away from him 
because of his poor performance. It's because they're disappointed that he's not being more extreme on issues like climate change and voting rights and also the student loan repayments. Yeah, and the big alarming part of this, and I don't know what they do, they specify what they what they classify how about that do they specify the age the age group of a younger voter no it doesn't say let's just say it's 18 to 34 which is generally kind of what they go off of or even let's say it's probably 18 to 24 it really does give you um it really does give you insight into how the public education system has totally warped the minds of these people these are the same group of people who don't think we should be pro-Israel. They think we should be pro-Hamas. I mean, people need to wake up about what's going on in our public schools, about who's calling the shots, and about what kids are learning. The fact that people see the those people see the policies of Biden, and they say, it's not that they're not working, it's that you haven't been extreme enough with the failed policy. I mean, I, I really do. And the, the problem with this is, it's always been that younger people tend to be more idealistic. They tend to be more gullible, more vulnerable in terms of buying lies from politicians or, you know, mistruths, whatever. But they're being, and, and as they become adults and start getting paychecks and they kind of phase out of that and say, oh my gosh, I was so silly. The problem now is they're becoming so radicalized inside of the public education system. And they're being so radicalized at such a young age that it's taking longer and longer and in some cases, it's impossible to undo the just indoctrination mm-hmm. that they are subjected to. Uh, the Actually, it doesn't have a specific age, but it does say voters under 35. Okay. So you were right there 18 with to 18 34. to yeah, 34. Sure. But uh, the survey said that 37% are with Trump compared to Biden, who is sitting at 33%. So, so he really has, and I, I don't know if it goes into the black vote there, but he really, other than maybe the black vote, has no core constituency left, then he probably does okay with women just because Trump is kind of just repulsive to many women. But, I mean, other than black voters and women, but women, I don't know. I mean, it's probably pretty close. It's not even a base, a reliable base. If you're used, losing the young, if you're losing the Hispanic, I mean, he would be headed towards, <laughs> assuming the votes are counted accurately and above board, and uh, everybody who is who they say they are is who votes, um, Pennsylvania, that, uh, <laughs> I mean, he, he would be headed towards a, a, a historic landslide. I mean, you'll never get 49 states like Reagan did, but you could see a 40-state victory for Donald Trump. But are they going to Donald Trump or are they going to be going to third party candidates who well, aren't Trump? Well, that that's the question. And we've long talked about, I reject any poll that doesn't have Robert F. Kennedy mm-hmm. Jr. in it because he absolutely, as of right now, until they start running ads against him, should be considered in the process. He would qualify to be on the debate stage by the debate stage standards if the election were held today. So he should be included. That'll be the question. Some of them will. Some of them will go to somebody like Cornell West, the far left, far left people. Some will go to the, uh, is it Jill Stein that's running again as the Green Party person? And, but who knows? I mean, it's so far out at this point. We'll see if the, does the economy get better? Does the economy get worse? Does inflation better? Does inflation get worse? And the wild card is always Trump. If Trump ran an effective campaign, I would say he's in the driver's seat. But with Trump, it's always so undisciplined in terms of the messaging that he allows, he works against himself in terms of the undisciplined nature with which he tries to message his campaign. 
And so you just don't know what is Trump going to make the election about and is what Trump tries to make the election about what will actually resonate with people. Uh, it, Robert Kennedy Jr. has been kind of quiet lately. He just recently hired a new communications director and it's a prominent anti-vax activist, Del Bigtree. And this guy wrote a letter to his supporters and said it's the greatest opportunity of his lifetime. You know, there's a there's a there's a saying in in football that the you know the uh the game is one and i'm going to get this off a little bit but the the game is one at the line of scrimmage right blocking and tackling you can have the best players in all of football you can have patrick mahomes and justin jefferson and uh derrick henry but if you don't have five big uglies up front who can move <laughs> bodies mm -hmm. it doesn't matter who mm -hmm. you have back there because the quarterback's going to get killed and not have time mm -hmm. to throw the ball mm -hmm. Blocking it, same thing on defense. You can have the best linebacker, and you can have the best cornerbacks, and but if you if you're getting blown off the ball at the line of scrimmage, you, your defense is not going to mount anything. Blocking and tackling in football, and politics is exactly the same, is where it all comes down to. And I think a guy like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is going to struggle because his whole campaign. He's basically a flashy receiver. He has this one thing, which mm -hmm. is the vaccines and the government intervention on vaccines, where people go, oh my gosh, this dude is standing up for us. But what's the rest of him? What's his blocking and tackling? How does he fix the economy? You don't know. How does he get inflation under control? You don't know. How does he deal with foreign policy? You don't know. How does he secure the border? You don't know. What is his view on abortion? I know he comes from a big Catholic family, but is he going to be willing as an official public policy to be a pro-life candidate you don't know and all of these things will come out and that's the nuts and bolts and this is where with trump it's infuriating that he will not get off the petty partisan bullcrap because the blocking and tackling is totally made for him this time the blocking and tackling is the economy it is inflation mm -hmm. it is the border it is foreign policy and he wants to talk about the wide receiver and running back play and it's like dude just talk about the blocking and tackling well Corinne jean-pierre she was all over all of the networks yesterday of course because her boss was still on vacation and she was addressing the fact that younger voters are leaving biden and how did she do that well they just don't understand bidenomics how do you explain the groups that have supported Joe Biden for so long, Democrats for so long, now kind of looking around, actually, not and among young voters, too, not just that they're looking at, at Donald Trump, but they're looking at other choices. How do you explain them sort of straying from this president, yeah. from the Democratic Party? So I'm going to get I'm going to be super mindful of 2024 as we're stepping as we're into an, an election year. Look, we understand what the American people went through these past three years. Right. We came out of a pandemic, mm -hmm. right? A pandemic that we haven't seen in 100 years. And when the president walked in, the economy was upside down. And so we get it. We get that it's going to take a little bit of time for folks to feel what the binomics has been able to do. That's not something that I'm saying. That's something that economists have said. Right. It takes a little bit of time, but doesn't mean it doesn't mean that the president's not going to continue to work. OK, so they've said that they're going to stick with Bidenomics. And she says that it's upside down. By that, does she mean that it was working before he took office? Because since Biden's been in office, prices have gone up over 17 percent. Well, it is interesting. The strategy of their their messaging appears to be and they have been at this for a year now and they have not pivoted off of it. And you're kind of running out of time. Because by, hey, June, mm -hmm. nationally, you have a message and you have a reason. Hey, here's the reason to vote for me. So they're running out of time and it appears they're set to stay on it, which is your life is great. You don't know how good it is. 
and we're to thank, and you're just wrong if you don't agree with us. And that is a very odd strategy to go at people with who do not believe their life Mm -hmm. is any better. Because I can tell you, Casey, I've tried that approach with numerous women over the years, and it (laughs) never worked out well. You just don't know how great I am. You're just wrong. (laughs) 